0: The Audio Vault on one San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by A.A. Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Monday on RR, it's going to be busy. Of course, we got our guest Todd Archer gets here. We'll also talk with head coach Jeff Trailer coming back from North Dallas, taking on UNT Aggies in Mississippi, Texas taking on Kansas State. Spurs playing the Raptors. Oh my goodness, Auntie May, how are we going to cover it all? Now back to the glitz. Hey Jason, no double helpings on the Frito pie, man. Just because Joe's not there doesn't mean you could eat two. Nah, never eat two. Although I can't wait to get a Frito Pie at Ferris Stadium. Our first visit to Ferris this year for high school football. So we've got to rate the Frito Pie experience here at Ferris. Reagan Brandeis. Coming up tonight is our high school game of the week. Joe Ryan Agle has the day off as he is uh, celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Well, I'm Jason Menix. Cowboys-Eagles, will Cowboy fans be celebrating on Sunday night? Let's talk about it with John Machoda from The Athletic joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. I thought it was interesting earlier today, John, that Jerry Jones on 105.3, the fan, said, throw the measuring stick away. We just need to go win the damn game.
1: Yeah, I mean, that sounds good, I guess, from his perspective. But uh, uh, they, they can look at it that way. I think on our side of it, um, you know, being critics of it, I think it will be a measuring stick game one way or the other. Uh, it, it will it will show you that they are significantly uh, behind the top teams, in the NFC, if they get blown out like they did against the Niners, if it's a close game like I expect it to be, then it'll show you that hey, this is a, this is a Cowboys team that you know belongs in that conversation. And if they win, um, then it does it does a decent amount to kind of get that taste out of, out of their mouths about the Forty ers I don't say it, I'm not saying it completely removed, it, but it, but it gets you in a direction where you can kind of move past that and, and be like, hey, that game was was more of an outlier.
0: And and again, I, I mean. You've got to get this one just because of the NFC East aspect of it, uh, the fact that it's on the road. And if you're Dak Prescott, the, to go in somewhere and get a good game, uh, although I don't know if there's anything he could do to change the national narrative about where he is in, in ranking quarterbacks or thinking who's good or who isn't or any of that kind of thing. But Dak was fantastic last week. What was different last week with the Cowboys offense where it finally seemed to click and quite... Quite honestly, to me, it kind of felt like Kellen Moore's offense from a year ago. But from your perspective, what was different about the way that Cowboys
1: offense was rolling against the Rams? So the two biggest things for me, and, and I thought we saw a little bit of against the Chargers before the bye week and it carried over into the Rams game, is that one, Dak looked more comfortable moving around the pocket, getting outside of the pocket, and not just running to gain yards, but running to extend plays, to get get away from the pass rush. And, and he looked comfortable doing that, and he even said this past week that that was something that was on his mind coming out of that Niners loss, that, hey, you know what, he's probably got to do more of that, um, and so that was one part of it, and then the other one, again, in both those games were night and day, the rapport he had with CeeDee Lamb compared to that Niners game, and just really the most frustrated I've ever seen CeeDee Lamb was that Niners game, uh, whether you're talking about seeing him on the sideline during the game or in the lac- locker room after it, and then for them to kind of get on that same page against the Chargers and then take it to another level against the Rams, that's the best thing that they have going for them, I feel like, going into this Eagles game is because I just don't see a way that the Cowboys win this game without Dak having a big game through the air, and I don't see Dak having a big game through the air if C.D. Lamb isn't a big part of it.
0: Now that said, John Machoda, uh, the secondary for the Eagles is pretty good. I expect C.D. to get covered. Does that mean if C.D. is covered – Could Brandon Cooks finally have one of those breakout games? Or do you think if if it's not C.D. Lamb, Jake Ferguson would be the high-target guy?
1: If C.D. Lamb doesn't have a big game for them to beat the Eagles, multiple players will have to. You'll have to to get a decent output from Michael Gallup. You'll have to get a big game from Brandon Cooks and and likely probably Jake Ferguson or Tony Pollard uh, through the air passing. I just don't see them having much success running the football uh, they're going to have to throw the ball well here. And so, I, I honestly, I just don't see them winning a the game if C.D. Lamb doesn't play well. I really don't. I, I think that, that he's got to be a big part of it. I know that the Eagles are going to do everything they can to take him away. That's easier said than done, much like the Cowboys are going to try and take away A.J. Brown, uh, which will be easier said than done. But I, I, just, I find it hard to believe that C.D. is going to be uh, kept in check and, and the Cowboys will still find a way to win this one.
0: John Mashota from The Athletic joining us here on The Blitz talking Cowboys Eagles Sunday afternoon in a game you can listen to here on 94-1. The run game is frustrating. You know going back all off season, they parted ways with Moore because they didn't run it enough last week, even with a big lead, Tony Pollard only had twelve carries this morning. Mike McCarthy said on our morning show with rob and Rudy r and r in the morning that the run game the offensive line blocking schemes they're still not all on the same page, which this deep in the season, I have a problem with that, but w- Why not give him more touches last week? Because like you said, it's going to be hard to run against Philadelphia. What do you think the main issue is with the lack of production from the running backs?
1: I would say when they have given it to Tony Pollard, um, I believe they run a little bit too much in between the tackles with him. Um, And I know that that's the way that traditionally you want to get the run game going, and you have to still do that, even if it doesn't have success, to establish yourselves. But... It just hadn't been there between the tackles, and a part of that's you know on Tony Pollard, but the, but I think a bigger part of it is on just the offensive line, the offensive line continuity, the injuries they've had up front, the fact that going into training camp, our biggest you know probably well one of our biggest questions was was about the depth and, and how this offensive line would play together as a unit with Terrence Steele coming back from a major knee injury, with Tyron Smith coming back, where it just it always seems like it's something one thing or the other. Uh, so the continuity of the offensive line is one. But, two, I don't know if this, the running in between the tackles is – and when I say that, I mean 15, 20 times a game. That just isn't the best situation for Tony Pollard. I think Tony Pollard's at his best when you get him out on the perimeter, you get him out in space, and there just hasn't been a lot of space for him. And I find it very hard to believe that he's going to find that space uh, at Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday afternoon.
0: Yeah, And you are so spot on with that. I, I agree. And it's, it's it's like you just look at it and say, what are they doing? Now, with the with the change they made with their their blocking schemes – Especially because Mike McCarthy said this morning, you know, the last three weeks, the running back production has dropped significantly. But three weeks ago, we had the five best offensive linemen that the Cowboys have starting for the first time together. So it's like, so you get your five best and now you're seeing a decline in production. If whatever they did to change their scheme this deep in the season is still having issues, is there a problem there with the coaching, the teaching, uh, with, with whatever it is they're trying to do in the trenches?
1: Yeah, that's that's certainly part of it. I mean, yeah, of course you'd want to have all your guys healthy and, and have that same group uh, of five every single game, but um, Mike McCarthy knows as well as anyone that that's unlikely that that's going to happen just because, frankly, it just rarely has happened his entire time here in Dallas. There's always been one of those pieces out. But I, I just don't think that it's it just, you know, here's the thing. We know what good offensive line play looks like. I mean, it wasn't that long ago when the Cowboys had the best offensive line in football. There's nothing that it's looked like recently that even resembles that, other than the fact that yes, Zach Martin's still out there. Yes, Tyron Smith is still on, on the roster. Um, but it just—it's—it's it's one of those things where it, it sucks for the Cowboys that it's difficult to trade for offensive linemen um, because that is their biggest need. That's what they needed at the deadline was to get some offensive line help. And you know, I asked Jerry Jones about that right after the game, uh, after they beat the Rams, and he said, "Well." and and good luck when you're looking for offensive line depth because every team in the league's looking for that. So that makes it difficult and 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 that's why I've been saying I know you're not supposed to look this far ahead to the draft and already predict first round but I feel very comfortable predicting that their first round pick will be an offensive lineman because uh, that that's that's a, to me right now is the number one issue personnel wise on this team. Well and and again at
0: what point do you say by to Tyron Smith. I mean, I'm glad how you said it, Zach Martin on the field, Tyron Smith on the roster, because I don't know if he's going to be on the field, even for, for this Sunday's game. Is it time to um, have that tough conversation with Tyron if you're Steven and
1: Jerry? Oh, yeah, but I don't even know. I I can't imagine it would even be that tough. I mean, it just, at the end of the day, this is several years in a row where it's been it's been one thing or the other. And so, that's not just, you don't have to sit there and say, all right, Tyron, you, we're done. We're moving on from him. He can still be on the roster, but they need a young guy. That it, Probably the best bet is, is to go find a young guard. I mean, I would think that the Cowboys are still going to have a pretty good season. They're going to be drafting later in the first round. Uh, and I think that you can find a quality guard there. Then, then you would move Tyler Smith out to left tackle. And then if Tyron Smith wants to play another year, um, which who knows, maybe he won't want to because of all these injuries add up. But then, he, then you look at him as more of your, your swing tackle type of thing where you don't have to count on him to play uh, you know, a full game uh, week in and week out. And if you do get him and he is healthy, well, hey, that's just icing on the cake. But um, whether it's a guard or whether it's a tackle, to keep Tyler Smith in at left guard, one of those positions has to be addressed in this draft really, really, really soon. Cause I, I don't see them going out and signing a big-time free agent to fill one of those holes. So to fill it, they're going to have to do it in the draft. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Now, any thought of, of having Tyler go play tackle and Tyron play guard?
1: I don't think that they, they would do that. I think that they would – I think it, it, if Tyron Smith is healthy, he is their left tackle, and that's where they want to keep him at. I think the only other position you'd see him at would be as if Terrence Steele was to go down, then they would have Tyron Smith play right tackle. But I do not see them going with, with him at guard at all. I think that if, if it, that was the case – I think they would rather put Chuma Doga in there. I think they'd rather uh, put uh, T.J. Bass in there. Um, I, I just I don't I don't think that they would they would want to do that with Tyron.
0: And speaking of uh Chuma, uh, the ankle uh, leg injury listed as questionable for the game. So is Tyron. Uh, what's your What's your gut telling you on the availability of those two on the offensive line?
1: I think they'll have one of them, and I think one of them will probably probably sit out. And so, obviously, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're hoping that that's Tyron Smith. But this is the thing that, it, you know, some people forget, and that's under Mike McCarthy, they practice on Saturdays. I know it, it might seem strange. Most people think that you practice on Friday and then do your walkthrough on Saturday. They do their walkthrough, what they call their mock game on Friday, and they actually have a practice on Saturday. And, you know, Tyron Smith has, has had an injury issue during one of those Saturday practices earlier in the year with his knee. And so he's got to make it through this practice tomorrow for them to know, hey, this this finger neck issue thing is is, is you know, in a, in a spot where, hey, he can't uh, further injure it and he can play in this game on Sunday. So I don't think that Mike McCarthy right now knows 100 percent if Tyron Smith is going to play or Tuma Dog is going to play on Sunday. And to be honest with you, that that's got to be a pretty scary spot for him.
0: Absolutely, it does. Although they've got to stop practicing Tyron because all of his injuries this year have happened in practice. Um, uh, it was the Arizona game where, you know, he hurt that knee right the day before the game. Like, what are you doing? It's practice. Um, it's, it's, it's part of it. What's your gut telling you about the game on Sunday? Cowboys get out of there with the win?
1: I don't think so. I, I and I've main, I've maintained my, my belief all season long has been and, uh, and it will stay this way. I think that the Cowboys lose in Philly. But they beat Philly uh, when they come to Dallas. I I just, but the best way I can sum it up, I think Jalen Hurts has to be good for the Eagles to win. I think Dak Prescott has to be great for the Cowboys to win. And I think that Dak will play well. I think they'll keep the game close. Uh, But I think ultimately, end uh, the Eagles win by three or four points. The one thing I will say, if, if, if the Cowboys, if I wasn't, if if you said I can't watch the game. But I can tell you that the Cowboys win. My, my one thing I would say probably happened, they probably forced Jalen Hurts into at least two takeaways. And it is possible. I mean, he, he's turned the ball over 11 times this year. Three fumbles, eight interceptions. The Cowboys are, maintain years. They've been one of the best, if not the best teams at taking the football away. That could be a key to this game is if you can get Jalen Hurts to cough it up, throw some interceptions, then that changes everything.
0: Follow John Machoda on Twitter, at John Machoda. Subscribe to The Athletic. John, enjoy the football weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Will do. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. John Machoda on the Buyers Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond.